Hello everybody, my name's Sean Woolley, I'm the Managing Director of Cloud9 Spain. With me today I have two of our directors, I have Justin Moll, welcome Justin, and I have Jackie Waters, welcome Jackie. And we are here today to revisit a topic that we first discussed, not us three, but our team discussed about three or four years ago now, which was the great debate at the time, Marbella versus Sotogrande, which is better? And we had a right good time discussing it all those years ago. And do you know what? It's become our most watched video. And a lot of our clients actually refer to it even now. They say, yeah, we watched your video and we, we were interested in the pros and the cons of each area, what you guys thought. And so we're going to revisit it now because a lot has happened in those few years. We've had, ooh, we've had COVID. We've had you know the market moving in all sorts of ways. So guys, let's talk about it. Let's talk about Marbella or Soto Grande. And before we get to the, the vote, which we'll do at the end, as to where we would plonk our hat, um, let's just first of all start with where Soto Grande is. Because some of you, most of you will be aware of Marbella, but Soto Grande might be a, a new destination for, for many of you. So Justin, I've just thrown that out in there. Justin, Soto Grande, where is it? How far from Marbella is it? And where is it near? Soto Grande is closer to Gibraltar. So from Marbella, you're 40, 45 minutes. Um, short drive. Um, it's actually 60 kilometers. Okay. So from Marbella. So you're about 40, 45 minutes. And then if you drove past, just to give you a bit of an idea geographically, if you drove past Soto Grande, about another 20 minutes, you're in Jib. Okay, so you've got Marbella, Estepona, La Duquesa, Soto Grande, Gibraltar. Gibraltar. Mm-hmm. And around the corner from Gibraltar, you've got the fabulous beaches of Tarifa and places oh, like that. South, south, south part of the Costa del Loop, which is okay. stunning. So, Jackie. Yes. Most, again, most people know Marbella. They know it as a, as a working Spanish you know, seaside town that's open all year round, offers lots of things. Soto Grande, what does that offer? It's more tranquil. It's mm-hmm. basically, I think it's better for the families, to be honest, because okay. if you've got children, a lot of people relocate there because of the school. Sort of Grande International School is a very good school. And obviously, a lot of people who do relocate prefer, one, they get more for their money in Sort of Grande, two, a quieter lifestyle. It's not hustle, bustle, tourists everywhere. It's more residential. There's little private estates with communities that are gated which they like the security, um, and they've got the great marina, so if they want to go out and have dinner or drinks, they've got a lovely marina they can go to. And as you say, alternatively, they can get into Gibraltar within 20 minutes drive. Again, there's good flight services into Gibraltar from all parts of London, mm. so a lot of people choose it because they want to work in Gibraltar, and they want their holiday home or their permanent residence in Spain, because let's face it, who wants to stay in Gibraltar? for the weekend I mean it's, if you work there it's like working in London most people live in the suburbs so you just want to yeah. go back to your own home but it's much quieter um, it, to me it's not as warm as our end you've got the Atlantic coast there obviously so you can be slightly cooler which is nicer in the summer months mm. but as well I have a friend that's got a house in Soto that says oh it's freezing and this could be a June time and well it's really hot and they drive up to Estepona but it's, it's got pluses and minuses for the area. Interesting, because I, um, any client who's dealt with me in the last 10 years knows that I'm a, I'm a little bit outspoken when it comes to, when it, even recent ones that I've had with, with Justin, I'm a little bit outspoken when it comes to Soto Grande, and I've, I think because I've been, I've been here too long, I've been here over 20 years, and 
traditionally, I, I kind of always thought that Soto Grande was fantastic if you love horses, boats, and golf. It's paradise, isn't it? it yeah. It's it's millionaire stuff for all of that. But, oh, God, I'm going to say something really controversial. And the best beach club, by the way. Oh, where's that? La Reserva. La Reserva. Oh, of course, yeah, we'll come on best to that. Best beach club in the air. Uh, we'll come on, on to that. Coast. But I've always said, oh, you go to Soto Grande to die. No, I disagree. And, <laughs> right, my, my perception has changed. And it, it's changed because unless you, you know, when you live here in Marbella or Estepona, you don't necessarily ever need to go to Sotto Grande. You might go for lunch on a Sunday or something like that. But, so you don't, there, there hasn't got the, you know, the footfall there. And because of that, it's, it's traditionally been a little bit quieter, which, again, has its advantages. But in the winter, it's always been a little bit, ooh. So I've always <laughs> said, you know, for those who love beach golf, uh, sorry, golf, um, polo and boating, um, yeah, you go to Soto Grande, but you go to Soto Grande to die. And that kind of, um, that phrase has lived with me for for many, many years. And we had a client recently, didn't we? And I said the same thing. And they were like, oh. Um, oh we're only in our early 50s. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really <laughs> Exactly. So it's, it's, and we got involved actually with the main developer in Soto Grande, um, who's the developer who's been building La Reserva. Um, we got involved with them a few years ago in launching their Village Verde uh, apartment project. And that taught me a lot about Soto Grande because I was there every day for a number of months. I was kind of getting to know the whole area, getting to know the infrastructure and what was around it. And actually, it was very impressive. And I learned a lot during that whole experience. I learned a lot from the people working in La Reserva. And what they said to me was that, you know, it's not a suburb of Marbella. It's not, it's not a, a, a rival to Marbella. It's very different. It has a very different vibe. And they said to me, in, in Marbella, the mask comes up. In Soto Grande, the mask comes down. And it's true. You know, you see a lot of people, I'm sure, with a lot of money, just, yeah, with their deck shoes and the jump around the shoulder and stuff like that. But it's a very relaxed vibe. It is much more relaxed. And I mean, if you've got children as well, what more do you want? I mean, it's not the hustle and the bustle and the parking problems you have in Marbella if you want to go for lunch at the weekends. But yeah, you're quite right in saying it is quieter. It's a quieter area. It's not full on all year round. But the property is you get so much better value for money. Do you, what you do, do you think you do or is that a bit of a myth? Because we talked about that a few years ago and I think at that time it was true. Certainly land prices were probably 30% below below Marbella, Ben Abbey's. Is it still the case? I think, I think so. so, especially yeah. the reserve. I mean, you've got the reserves untold amount of land there, and when you see the likes of uh, like the property funds getting involved in buying plots in the reserve, it makes you wonder if this is going to be the next area. Yeah, I think there's a, a lot think, of interest. I think there's a lot of potential movement in the market because of where it is. But you can get um, your villa, beachside villa. You're not on the beach. Beachside Sotto Grande Costa. Um, and we just uh, just a smidge over 1.2 million. Absolutely. You, you're not gonna, you're never yeah. gonna get it in Marbella. No. And it will not be a property like that if it's 1.2 million. And it's so, gated. It's gated. A lot of yeah. people like the gated aspect. Absolutely, absolutely. So I think you're definitely gonna get a larger plot. You're definitely gonna get more square meters in the home. You're gonna get a much more private plot as well. Yeah. Because Sotto Grande is not as hilly as Marbella and Ben Havis. Apart from the reserve. Yeah. So you're not going to be overlooked. The plots are bigger. Every plot is really mature. Mm. I'm a green person. I'm from Norfolk, so I'm a country boy. <laughs> and mature trees, you know, everything. When you're looking at new builds or you're looking at plots in Marbella and sometimes Ben Havis, a concern for the client is, mm, yeah, but who, 
what, what if someone builds next door, which they will yeah. eventually, and will I lose my privacy? That's always a concern, but I find that that is reduced massively in Sotter Grande because they are much bigger, much more private. And all the streets are so pretty. Yeah. Immaculately manicured gardens along the whole of the estate when you drive around. It's a pleasure to drive Clice around because they were like, wow. It's similar to Portugal on that level, at the Algarve. Or is it just, or does that make it a little bit clinical? So, you know, what I'm saying is Sotter Grande is a, a fairly new place. Everything is pristine. It's based on an American model, isn't it? I think yes. it was an American guy who started yeah, it yeah. and created it. a Floridian feel. Yeah, which is lovely. But sometimes you want a little bit of, I don't know, um, authenticity. You do, but I don't think, you know, families, people with two or three children, if they just want the good schools, they want the easy lifestyle, the kid wants to ride a pony on the weekend, the other one wants to go to the tennis academy, or the other one wants to go out sailing. You've got everything there. So your weekends are not spent in the car driving here, there and everywhere to take the kids to all their outside school activities, which I think is great, it's all in one place. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be put off sort of grandly because it doesn't have like an old town yeah. like Marbella, you know, and the Puente Romano and the Marbella Club, you know, those institutions sitting there on the beach, for me that makes no difference at all. But you've got the hotel as well, look at the hotel that's yeah, so. there. Yeah, that's, that's a, a really big thing for Sotto Grande. It's always the thing that they, they lacked was a really good quality five-star spa hotel. Yeah. They had the NH thing, didn't they, which was a bit hit and miss, but this is this is a, called the So Sotto Grande, it's part of the Sufitel group, and it's a beautiful hotel. So the only thing I would say is that they have the you haven't got the world-class shopping. You have to get in the car. Yeah. You have to drive 35, 40 minutes to get that. Mm-hmm. Is that a bind? Is that a problem? I don't, think, I don't think so. I mean, when I worked in the city and I lived in the suburbs, if I wanted to go shopping, I'd go to Blue Water, which was a 20, 25-minute drive away. It was the usual weekend thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here's a question for you. Is there a typical buyer for Sotto Grande? Is there someone that you, you see and you think, ah, that's a Sotto Grande client? I know who isn't a Sotto Grande Oh, go on. So basically, if you if you want to be 10 minutes, you know, 15 minutes max to El Corte Inglés, Puerto Venus, Puerto Romano, the old town of Marbella, all the lovely bars and restaurants, and that's really important for you every day, then you're a Marbella buyer, potentially. Yeah, you are definitely not a Sota Grande buyer. I think people that, as Jackie, Jackie said, families that are looking at Marbella and Sota Grande, um, depending on budget, will certainly find they get more for their money in Sota Grande. Um, and they're going to get more, you know, it's more privacy, it's more green, it's a different different zone. But I can definitely say, if you're into shopping all the time and you mm. want to be down in the port with your Ferrari and having lunch every day in Nobu, don't go to Soto Grande. That's you're not right. that client. Mm-hmm. Most people that aren't that, Soto Grande fits because mm-hmm. it's a bit like me. You know, I don't mind being 40 minutes from Porto Benus. Okay, so what you're saying there, in a very diplomatic way, is if you like your bling, you would go to Marbella. Okay. Yep. And okay. also, you're literally 20 minutes from Tarifa, 20 minutes to half an hour yeah. from Tarifa, which are the best beaches, Caribbean-style beaches, yeah. literally around the corner. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. we can do it from Estepona, where I live, in an hour. So Shh, from Don't tell everyone, because it'll all be true. <laughs> but from Sotto Grande, you're 20 minutes. Yeah. You've got yeah. the windsurfing capital of the world, of Europe, sorry, in Tarifa, the Sancti Petris. Beautiful. Hurricane Hotel, Sunday lunch, probably one of the best places Great in Spain, weekend. in my opinion. 100%. For those of you who don't know Sotto Grande too well, you've got four distinct quarters, I would say. You've got the marina, which is great. It's very lively, bustling, lots of, of bars and restaurants there. 
you've got the other coastal section, which is known as Kings and Queens, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, because all the avenues are named after, after monarchs. That's on the flat, so you're not really going to buy there for views, but you have, do have the proximity to the sea and obviously to the, to the marina. And then if you go slightly further inland, there's the, the third and the fourth quarters. The third one is the, the one well known for the Valderrama Golf Course and Almanara, that section there, which is quite golfy. And quite hilly, which is lovely. And then the fourth section, which is the, the last to be developed in Sotto Grande, is what we've referred to so far as La Reserva, which is a massive plot of land, isn't it? All subdivided into villa plots, um, and there's still land available. And you've got a lot of nice amenities on site, including what Jackie referred to earlier, which is the, um, the beach club, which is not on the beach. It's actually inland, <laughs> next to the golf course, but they've created a man-made beach which is incredible actually really is. Um, and I, I know all the history of it and what was what the, the hoops they had to go through to, to build this thing and get this developed but it's it's quite something and even if you're not into Soto Grande and don't intend to buy there or live there go and check it out because it is a it's a lovely day day out isn't it and they've got everything there haven't they they've yeah. got the water sports as well it's huge yeah and yeah, the Cherenguitos the restaurants are phenomenal yeah I mean it's it's a real good day out and you would spend the whole day there yeah. And it does Absolutely. look like a beach when you're there. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. And we've already mentioned the school, which um, I think is probably the, acknowledged as the best on the coast. I think there's a bit of a waiting list to get in there. And a lot of our clients have specifically chosen Soto Grande because of the school. Mm. And they want something nearby. The, the problem we have, we've had with clients, if they're not villa clients and they want a, like a luxury apartment, lock up and leave place, it's hard to find. Yeah. You know, there's only really two new developments um, that are, are being um, built there. So it's, you know, I think we're going to see more demand for that type of product and therefore we're going to see more more developments coming coming in. It's, um, it's a wonder though where we're, where, where, where you're going to find them. Hmm. You know, it's going to need to be in La Reserva. If we look at the pier, which was in the port, you know, sold sold, that was sold out about a year or so ago, and it was mostly sold out whilst it was still being, Absolutely, being yeah. constructed. Absolutely, could have used that. It's Amazing. absolutely fantastic, but there's no other space in the marina. No. There's no. physically no other space where you're going to get a view of the quay or the sea. Exactly. Um, it's just not going to happen, and I think a lot of people don't realise, when they look at Sosa Grande, it's quite a large area, mm. but it's not a town, it's not Marbella. You know, Marbella's got 150,000, I think, registered population. Sort of Grande's got about 2,500. Mm. It's a very low density, lovely zone and a lovely area. But I think clients think, well, because it's, like, you know, it's quite a large area, there'll be tons of opportunities. And there simply isn't. And that's the thing that I think a lot of clients need to understand. It's very, very difficult for us to source, mm. you know, the, the right type of property mm. because at the moment on the coast, no one's really selling anywhere. So it's very difficult. But Sonic Grande, as you've said, because we've only really got two high-end developments, we don't know if there's going to be any other high-end developments. Coming up, yeah. You know, especially in the right location. So it does make life tricky. So bearing in mind that there's a potential lack of supply, yeah. does that make it a good place to park some money as an investor? In my opinion, absolutely. Because, it is, it's, it, because it's so unique, it isn't for everyone. But because it is so unique, it appeals to a hell of a lot of people and there's nowhere else on the Costa del Sol that gets anywhere like it. Just absolutely nowhere. Totally. Everywhere else is very high density construction. Soda Grande is just much lower. Countryside. It's, it's it is. Countryside, it's, it's, it's very you know, unique. It's very unique. If you live in London unique. and you want that, get home and just go, yeah. you're going to get it there. Absolutely. You know? Okay, so here's a question for you to finish off. Mm -hmm. If Soda Grande is so good and we have been bigging it up, yeah. if fairly, I think, mm -hmm. why aren't we all living there? Well, I'm living there. In all seriousness. <laughs> so there you go. What, Sotogrande? Yep. 
we live in Benavis. For our first 10 years, we lived in Golf Valley. So we lived on Los Ramos Golf, and that was lovely, but I wanted to see you. So we went to just behind Los Aqueros. We're off the Ronda Road. We've just got the most fabulous 180 degree sea views. Beautiful. Beautiful. And we've been there for 12 years. So we've been here 22 years. I want more space. I can't personally afford that space in Benavis. So I need to look at Soto Grande. Yeah. But even if I could afford it in Benavis, I would still go to Soto Grande because I like quiet, I like privacy, I like green. I want to go outside my front door, go for a run, go for a nice cycle, not get knocked over because there's traffic all over the place. I live a different lifestyle and that for me is perfect. It's sort of like a true lifestyle. It's sort of from just because you worked in the city like yeah, I did. Yeah. And we know that we worked in it for 12, 14 hours a day and then we were desperate to get home and have the green and have the outdoor feeling and that's where I get where you're coming from. So you can drive and work, you work all along the coast, you're quite able to work wherever, come Estepona, my bad, but you can always go back and have that. That's, just, that's the thing, you go back to your sanctuary. Yeah, that's the so Jackie, yes. he's on the move, when are we moving? Not together at Higgs and Thread. <laughs> you never know. No, I'm quite happy where I live, to okay. be honest. I think another, I don't know, Kit Sands, my husband, maybe another 10, 15 years we're downside, but I don't think we will, well, I just love the area. But could you live in Soto Grande? Personally, mm -hmm. no. And the reason for that is I have a good community of friends that all live in the Estepona area. Mm. Um, which I've been here 15 years and I've created a great group of people and I think I've missed out on too much. You know what I'm like? I like a, I like a night oh, So, yeah, I don't think I could completely... Okay. If I did, I'd get a personal driver and get him to bring me up every <laughs> time. But for me, where I am is just perfect. And for me, I'm, I'm... And I said this a few years ago on the previous video we did about this, I'm still a little bit of a Marbella boy. Mm -hmm. I like my Puente Romano. I like that do. sort of stuff. But Soto Grande, I, I feel it. I, I get it. But I'm not sure I could live there. So I'm very interested to see how you get on because you've been here the same amount of time I have. Yep. And But I can totally see the attraction. I can totally see the draw. I don't have kids. I think if I had kids and I wanted to put them in a, a really good school, I'd be seriously looking at, at Soto Grande. That's as what I was going to say. For a family, you can't get any better because you know the, it's the academy for golf, for tennis, for football. The school does a full yep. curriculum of, of the sports. Yep. And I, I've got loads of clients that have relocated purely because of that school. Yeah, I also think a lot of the other schools in Marbella and, and surroundings, they can be a bit blingy. You know, yeah. you go in the sixth form car park and it's yeah. like your Lamborghinis and your Ferraris and you're like, what's happened to the real world I think in Soto Grande I'm not saying that doesn't exist in Soto Grande because there's plenty of money down there but I think it's a little bit more authentic for families absolutely absolutely I've got friends that have taken their kids out for certain school purely because yeah they're six seven years old and they want you know 150 pound pair of socks to keep up with their mate who's got and, and my mates are just going, you're on tablets, you have your elder brothers, and that's yeah, it. There's exactly. a hole in it, but no one's going to see it. Exactly. So you do definitely have an element of that. Mm -hmm. And I think teenagers, and let's face it, everyone grows up a lot quicker. I've got friends as well with kids, and they're like, we're moving away from Port Yeah, purely okay. to make it harder for them as teenagers to go to the port. Because when they get to 13, 14, 15, they're going to start asking. Yeah. So, so I think a certain person is attracted to yeah. sort of greater. Yeah. I don't think it's a, in my opinion, I don't think it's a young couple's choice. I don't think it's a single person's choice, but I think as a family, I think it's just one of the nice, especially, you know, I had a client that had a child with um, special needs and the hustle and the bustle when they brought the family into Marbella was too much for the kid. Mm. He just couldn't cope mm. with it. Yeah. And when we toured Sotogrande and it was like, this is more for them. This is, 
their lifestyle, got, which I get. I've got clients that are coming out in two weeks, they were here last week, and they are purely choosing Sotter Grande because of the same yeah. reason. And Gibraltar, for them, is the best airport that they've experienced for their um, extra handling mm-hmm. um, of their son. You know, when you get when yes. you land, yes. they, they, they owned a house in uh, Quinta de Lago in Portugal, and they said Faro was pretty terrible. They mm-hmm. tried Malaga, not good for them. Gibraltar, they're just a dream. The well, it's so easy, breathe. isn't oh, it? There you it's go, they're buying inside so a grande easy. because yeah. of that. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Okay, so let's leave this discussion on the subject of um, Justin's holy socks and um, (laughs) no doubt we will reconvene, maybe sooner than three years' time, but um, we'll keep an eye on this market because it is a big debate that we have with a lot of our clients, isn't it? Like, where do you prefer? Marbella, Sotto Grande? Oh, should I look at Sotto Grande? Should I scratch that itch? Many people do, and many people decide they like it. So thank you for joining me today. Really great discussion, and we'll reconvene soon. Perfect. Sort of grande, and then drive down to Can you stop? Someone who's calling for and it's on silent. Why are they called Hello?